Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Getting out of Shabbos. I see, see this. You might be fasting, you might be tired, you might be hungry, you might need your coffee, but it's still Arab Shabbos. Call it Arab Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in today and every Arab Shabbos as we turn Friday into Arab Shabbos. Special thank you to our sponsors, Mende and Sipiro Fishman, in memory of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, Rabbi Yaakov Tzib and David Aryeh. Thank you so much to the Fishmans for their sponsorship and for their generosity. And they help us turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. Covered Shabbos Kaidish. Shabbos is coming. Siren is coming. Gotta get ready. This week you're excited, more excited for Shabbos than any other. Because with Shabbos means breaking the fast. There comes the siren. It is time to get ready. Welcome back to Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos. A good Erev Shabbos to everyone. Hope you're having a meaningful and a somewhat easy fast. As I alluded to, today is Asar B'Teves. Unusual, but it does happen. The 10th of Teves to fall on a Friday when Nebuchadnezzar laid siege to our holy city of Yerushalayim. It was the beginning of the end, the beginning of the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, the beginning of a calamity. It represents Golis, it represents exile, it represents dispersion, it represents Hashem withdrawing His countenance from us. It represents doubt and uncertainty, and it's the result of animosity and enmity. It's from our not being able to get along. It's from our not being able to behave and properly treat one another. And we go from Asar B'teves into Shabbos. So today is both simultaneously Asar B'teves and Erev Shabbos. So which supersedes the other? It's the only fast that falls on a Friday because the Pasuk says regarding Asar B'teves, Etzem Hayom Azeh. And just like with Yom Kippur when it says Etzem Hayom Azeh, on this very day, it cannot be advanced and it cannot get delayed. It has to be observed. Punked. On that day, so to Atar B'tevis, has to be observed on that day when it falls on a Friday. So we're observing it today. It's a bizarre and unusual Erev Shabbos. I daven that early mincha, but those will go to the regular mincha to hear laning and a haftorah of a tainus of a fast on Erev Shabbos while you're dressed in your big day Shabbos in your Shabbos clothing. It's kind of bizarre. So I might have thought when Atar B'tevis falls on Friday, our Erev Shabbos is somewhat muted. What are you playing music for? What are you doing? But the halacha says, you shower, you shave, you can get a haircut, you can cut your nails. Yes, we're fasting, and yes, we're grieving, and yes, we're still commemorating that calamity of so long ago. But preparing for Shabbos supersedes. And therefore, it's still turn Friday, not only Yasar B'teves, turn Asar B'teves into Erev Shabbos. Preparing for Shabbos, the excitement and the joy and the enthusiasm of getting ready for Shabbos even supersedes the fast in that sense that you can listen to music and that you can shower, shave, take a haircut and get ready for Shabbos. All of that is number one. Number two, we normally try to encourage and we work on ourselves 
to be able to count down to Shabbos, to get excited, to long for Shabbos. We've shared the insight of the Aptarov of Avram Yeshua Heschel so many times, the Ov Yisrael, that to be a Shomer Shabbos, the word Shomer, V'aviv Shamar HaSadavar, the whole time Yosef was missing, Yaakov was inconsolable. V'aviv Shamar HaSadavar, he was anticipating, he was longing, he was counting down. To be a Shomer Shabbos is not just to keep Shabbos on Shabbos, it means to spend the whole week looking forward to Shabbos. And that's what we do. Our Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos is all about, and the WhatsApp groups that we have are all about trying the entire week to generate and to build an excitement that we don't rest on Shabbos to work for the week, but we work all week to be able to enjoy and experience a beautiful Shabbos. So that's true each and every week, to long to wait for Shabbos. Most weeks, particularly in the winter, many people, and we have some friends watching from New York, who Shabbos is going to begin at any moment. Most weeks, our New York friends say, just give me a few more minutes. Just give me a couple more hours. I love Shabbos. I long for Shabbos. I just need some more time. But not this week. Because Asar B'Tavis is on a Friday, everyone is looking to turn Erev Shabbos into Shabbos. Everybody is excited because you can't break the fast until Kiddush. The fast ends when Shabbos begins. And so Hashem has sort of given us a head start. He's helped us and uplifted us. Hashem has uh, made all of us long for Shabbos even more than we normally and usually do. I, uh, my, my good buddy, Joey Newcomb, sends me a video on Fridays. Such an unbelievable Halegayid. First of all, very special happy birthday to him, to his mother who gave birth to him, and to his daughter who I understand is celebrating a birthday also this week. So he shared with me in his little video to me this week a phenomenal insight. I loved it. He said this week the um, transition from Asar B'Tevis to, to Shabbos is really the story of Golas to Geula. Asar B'Tevis is commemorating the siege around Yerushalayim. And it's the result of everything we're reading in the Parshios right now. I'll connect it to the Parsha. That when Yosef sees his brother Binyamin, he collapses on his shoulder and the two fall onto one another and they cry. And what are they crying for? Rashi quotes Chazal, Rashi quotes our rabbis who tells us, tells us, tell us, Binyamin's crying because the Beis HaMikdash that was in his territory will be destroyed. And Yosef's crying, the Mishkan in his territory will be destroyed. And each of them are crying for the future temple that will not last. I mean, Jews have an amazing way of ruining any good moment. You've had a reunion after 22 years of separation. 22 years of being apart. Yosef's never met his brother, the only brother from the same mother, Binyamin. And that's what you do. You break down crying. You got to fashter every simcha. You can't have one moment of joy and happiness. You got to point out who's not here and how sad and what will be and we're all going to die. So why be happy? I mean, do we really have to ruin everything? Why are they crying in that moment? So the Majid Rebbe has a magnificent insight. He says, you know why they're crying? Because what they're realizing is, yes, we're reconciling right now. Yes, we're having a breakthrough. All of the brothers are together. And after 22 years, we're coming together as one. But it's going to be short-lived because the very same cause, namely sinas chinam, the very same baseless hatred, the very same animosity and judgment, the very same marginalizing, the very same fighting, the very same attitude that led to Yosef's original sale, even though we're together again now, it's going to lead to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, it's going to lead to the destruction of the Mishkan. So they're crying because they're saying as they're savoring that moment of unity, they're recognizing that tragically it's not going to last as they know prophetically that the animosity will return in the Batei Mikdash 
and the Mishkan are going to be destroyed. So today, Asara Beteves, we're reflecting on what began it all. The siege started because we misbehaved. We can't treat one another. And any parent says to the children who are not getting along, get out of here, or I'm getting out of here. I don't want to be with you. If you can't get along, you don't love me. If you love me, then you get along. Because if you're mistreating my other children, if you're fighting with one another, then you can't claim to love me simultaneously. You can't love me at the same time. So Hashem said, I'm out of here. There's a siege around Yerushalayim. I'm withdrawing from my base on Mikdash. I'm out of here. I'm going somewhere else. Guys, you want to fight with one another? You want to hate on one another? I'm out of here. You're on your own. And he booked out. And that's what Asara Beteves. We are reflecting on that animosity. And so sadly, still within the Jewish community, how can we expect non-Jews to treat us well when we can't treat each other well? How can we ask them to give us the benefit of the doubt when we can't give each other the benefit of the doubt? So Asara Beteves is a day of gullus. It's a deep, dark day of exile. It is the consequence of what happens when we mistreat one another. They lay a siege around us. They encircle us. They confine us. And they force us to be together because we don't know how to get along. We don't know how to be together. But we're going to go from Asara Beteves. We're going to go right from the fast psh, into Kiddush. Shabbos is me'in olam haba. Shabbos is ge'ula, it's redemption. Shabbos is a taste of what it could all be like. We spoke about the notion of unity when it comes to Shabbos. Shabbos is a special time. When the mitzvah of Shabbos is given, it's given in Parshas Vayakel. Vayakel is called Das Bnei Yisrael. All the Jewish people, come together, I have something special to tell you. Come together, I have a special treat to give you. Now, the other mitzvahs don't have to come together. You know, one by one, he went tent to tent and he taught the mitzvahs. This mitzvah had to be together? And the answer is yes, because Shabbos is all about unity. Shabbos is about togetherness. Shabbos is achtos. Shabbos is a community. That's why it breaks my heart, and I hope yours too. The notion that this coronavirus, this pandemic, has forced and caused people to separate. A minion in this driveway, a minion on that block, a minion in this backyard, a minion in that living room. And you know what? It's a necessary evil. There are people doing it right now. They're taking care of their health, their safety, their well-being. They're doing the right thing. I have nothing negative to say. But we should at least do it with a little episode, a little bitterness, that it's a harash. It's temporary. It's tragic. Really, we belong together. We really belong packing in the house. We really belong bringing down the house. Really, really, we belong unified as one together. We can't adjust. Even as we need to do this, we need to remain maladjusted to the reality of everybody making Shabbos for themselves. A minion, a driveway, a backyard, a this, a that. We should. We long for the time when it'll be safe and secure. We'll all be vaccinated. We'll have a herd immunity. We'll be well on our way to being all together, to have a sense of unity. Vayakel! We have to be unified. So Reb Joey said, the Heilige, Holy Reb Joey said, that this week, that this year, we're going from Golas to Geula, Asara Beteves, into Shabbos Ma'in Olam Haba. We're going from Asara Beteves because brothers can't get along into reading Parshas Vayigash about when Yehuda and Yosef, when all the brothers come together and they do get along. So this is the transition from Golas to Geula, from exile to redemption, from dark to light, from hate to love, from fighting to unity. This is what it's all about. So as exhausted as we are and as bad as our breath may be and as much as I long, I'm making Kiddush tonight, Hamotzi, and a cup of coffee because that's all I need. Kiddush, if I can make Kiddush on coffee, I would. Kiddush, Hamotzi, cup of coffee. That's all I need in order to have a holy Shabbos. So wishing everybody a holy and a healthy and a happy Shabbos. We should be Zocha. We should go from Golas to Geula this Shabbos and every Shabbos and remain in Geula to go from a state of exile to a state of redemption. Everybody stay healthy, have a meaningful rest of the fast and a holy Shabbos. <laughs>